Okay. Ready? Ready. Three. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't look at your face, Brett. Okay, I'm gonna minimize you. Yeah, <laughs> you get his face out of here. Yeah, get his get his face out of here. You, yo, you better not turn around when I say when I introduce you, man. So, <laughs> All right, three, two, one. You're tuned in to the party at the All Points podcast. Can you believe it's season three? Talking Warhammer and all that jazz. Just three Canadian dudes, John about that. Age of Sigmar, and they are helped out by Nicole holding down as the super producer. And it's gonna go off the rails conversating. Age of Sigmar on party at the all points. Come on, take a drink. We got Tristan talking to Chicago Bulls and that Brian. Scalabrine. Then we got Dayton throwing away his pants down in BC. And we got Bud in Manitoba being Winkler Manitoba friendly. We're all thanking God for Nicole doing the heavy lifting of the editing. Or else it would be three hours long instead of an hour and a half long party at the all points come on and take a drink party at the all points come on and take a drink party at the all points come on and take a drink party at the all points hello and welcome to season of war sorry wrong podcast uh to party at the all points episode number 132 the parents are gone and the kids have come to take over uh, I will be your main host today. Uh, some of you guys know me, but for those that don't, I'm Barl, uh, regular contributor to Season of War, I guess. Best Asian. Is that a fact? Uh, no, it's not. I'm actually, I'm actually probably the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't even trying to slam you there, dude. <laughs> Damn. I, I that to yourself. Yeah, no, I've lost to another Asian at Capital City. That was my one loss. So am I really the best? No, I'm probably the worst. Uh, That guy is. He sounds like the best. (laughs) John Ho. Uh, He's the best painter, though. Um, Joining me today is uh, the king of Coalesce himself. Uh, He is dulcet tones. You've heard already making fun of me. It's Basil. Hello. The king of Coalesce was very clever. I enjoyed that. It was nice alliteration. Did you write that down? No, I didn't. That was off the dome. Oh, wow. And yeah, off the, the dome himself, the most famous man in Warhammer, the slayer of grudges, we got bread. One grudge. Thank you, though. Thank you. I mean, can anyone really top your, your, your video, your your call out? I, I don't know if, if that's possible. I hope someone does. I hope people try at least. Yeah, but I I hope they just keep getting so elevated until someone gets arrested or killed. (laughs) (laughs) Wishing murder on the I mean, I hope no. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but you just wished for death. Yeah, I hope it's a painless death. death. Yeah, in in game, in game. I'm kind of sad nobody has ever called me out. Not saying that you guys should. It has come organically. Um, but I have some, I have some ideas for a call out video. I thought it was like the greatest shit ever. And then you came out with yours. And I'm like, ah, okay, mine's good, but not that good. Um, but yeah, today we're, we're, we're talking about, uh, you know, enjoying Warhammer. What we enjoy about it. Kind of 
we've all of us have been in the hobby for a couple of years. Uh, what keeps us coming back for more? Uh, and we're also on the eve of Nova, which is going to be the largest tournament outside of LVO, I believe. Uh, it's 256 people. So it'll be in in interesting to talk about that too and where our head's at and that sort of thing uh, going into that tournament. Uh, Basil, are you like... What? Playing with your mouth? Playing with my mouth? It I sounds don't know. gurgly. Yeah, it sounds kind of gurgly. You're kind of gurgly over there. <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, you're just I, like doing that. I was typing for a second. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. Worder just uh, text. Sorry, I didn't. I, you know, I didn't mean to derail. It's a very professional <laughs> operation, and I'm already sinking the ship. Worder texted me though, and he was like, "I'm he's I'm borrowing Cronspine from him," and he's like, "So there's a chance I won't make it to Nova," and I was like, "Oh." So oh, I was, well, that's what I you was, get for. I was frantically texting um, or typing to other people to see if they could bring uh, their cron spine for me. Probably ask James. James is that's, sitting on thirty cron spines in this we, house. Uh, uh, we have similar ideas because that's exactly who I reached out to. But anyways, I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> this is just not a professional that outfit. Yeah, no, edit that one out. Replace be... it with some cat meows. <laughs> <laughs> uh my lord uh but i haven't talked to you guys in a bit well brad i've I haven't talked to you in a, a while I've, yeah it's been like two days bro <laughs> i know like what do i do without you uh how's it been how's it going it's been going well man um nashcon went really well i'm uh i figured out right before game five that um, after two RTTs and four games, I just haven't been using my command trait at all. Um, <laughs> and your command trait is not bad. Uh, my command trait is kind of fucking wild, yeah. So, Slanesh for the contorted epitome and pretenders. The the combo is Strength of God Hand and uh, the Crown of Dark Secrets. So, the Crown of Dark Secrets, you pick a unit during your first hero phase and then you nerf that unit to only have one attack if you're within six of the epitome for the rest of the game. Um, and then the command trait is uh, if you use a command, um, then for the rest of that turn, you're plus one rend and plus one damage. Um, so you do that, and then you do flaming weapon, and then you hit something with bliss barb seekers. You essentially get the contorted epitomes. Uh, big main attack. It's nine attacks uh, with hypothetically plus to hit, plus to wound. It's twos and threes, and then it would be minus three rend, four damage. Nine attacks. Yeah, and you nine forgot attacks. that the whole time. Yeah. And what or do you no, end up at Minus four rend, three damage. Yeah, yeah, that... yeah, yeah. Minus four rend, three damage. Um, I went 4-1 at Nashcon. Uh... <laughs> Woo! First 4-1, right? Yeah, first 4-1. Um, I had to go through three OBR, including uh, big man Tommy G, um, who you, some of you may have heard of. Absolutely wonderful dude. Um, I don't think I've ever tried harder in a game of Warhammer. I know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I burned 600 calories and lost three years of my life trying to play that game. Well, we had uh -oh. like at least three practice games. Dude, yeah, there's in that specific matchup. Dude, I like could not give you a bat rep of that game. I like blacked out. <laughs> um, 
And then uh, I lost against another OBR. His name's Christian Snow, I think. He's a really wonderful, wonderful dude. And then I had a crazy game five against our own Nick True. OBR again. OBR yeah. again, yeah. It, yeah. Seems like, it seems like there's a lot of OBR, uh, you know, floating around. Uh, <laughs> but you, I know you just recently switched to Slanesh, right? Yes. Um, after struggling with Feck and Deepkin for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and being a sad boy most of the time. Uh, yeah, definitely. But, but like, take take me through why you switched to Slanesh and why you're actually enjoying it. Yeah, so it playing Slanesh feels really comfortable, especially after playing deepkin which feels like the wish.com walmart version of slanesh at least the way i was playing them because <laughs> i played them old ghb and it was uh slap king cron spine and then 40 reavers and a big block of thralls um so everything is still on a shitty save i still have like decent ish shooting um but it's, it's just not as good, it's not as fast, and it's not as consistent. And I think the reason I'm enjoying Slanesh so much is I don't have to bank on a hero phase, which I hate doing. I Like, playing Death for so long, especially Flesh Eaters, like, you really need your spells to get off, and if they don't, you have to, like, wait until the next turn and just hope that they go off, really. Like, there's only so much you can do, in fact, with positioning. Um... And Slanesh, like, I don't really need my spells to go off. Um, I, I could just... Like, my game plan's pretty consistent of, like, seeing the board and then playing with positioning. And then I, I have a pretty good idea, like, okay, if my secrets hit, I bliss barbs, I'm going to do this amount of damage. Um, so that that's what I'm liking about it, is I don't, I don't feel worried about, like, oh, I hope my hero phase goes well, or, like, oh, I hope... You know, so I you, get don't, these rules you don't like gambling? No, <laughs> no, dude, I'm trying, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of the gamble gambling in my game. So I think that's probably what I enjoy most about it is I don't have to gamble for stuff. I don't know why that whole time you're talking, it was just like half your fucking face at the bottom of the screen. I don't know how you're sitting. I, <laughs> I, was just saying, I wasn't sitting. I don't even think my ass is on my chair; it's just my back. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many of your games did you play with the Bellacor list? Um, all of them except for one. Okay. So I was talking mad smack about Bellacore. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I, I want to owe special snowflake over here. Well, no, not even that. It was like, his. you're paying 340 points uh, to roll three ups. Um, but? But, but? But it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. And, so, and sometimes you have a lot of chances to roll three ups. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, I've learned that's pretty good, especially when you put it on a unit that needs more than one phase to do stuff in order to work. Like, if someone's yeah. tactic is based on, like, they need them to move, and then they need them to charge. charge and need so it's like, fight. okay, you got two chances there. And then if they need to fight two, then, okay, you have three chances out of three up. Yeah. Um, to so give to the double away. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Chance. Yeah, so, like, I use Bellicord to, to deny threats and to deny tactics. Uh, which worked. He was nice with his three ups. He was nice with his three ups, man. Yeah, he won, he won me my game against Nick True. I mean, he was also ibuprofen bottle. So yeah, uh, that was just for one game though. Just one game. 
<laughs> it was even the model. <laughs> I paint. I painted one up for for this tournament for Nova. So oh, that's he's a, like pretty big. Tournament. He's like purple and blue and slaneshy and matches my my slanesh. So I can imagine some people going, "Yeah, yeah, I'm not letting you play with that." No, Tom, Tommy hey. G's a good dude. <laughs> he he let me do it up. So yeah, but like. What took you so long to find like an army to like actually like and stuff? Because like you have a lot of armies. <laughs> yeah, you dude. played some pretty bunk builds, dude. If I'm being <laughs> honest, <laughs> you played shit for so long. <laughs> Why did it take this long to play something that wasn't shit? Uh, I mean, part of it's special snowflake syndrome. I like to. I mean, so you mentioned in the beginning wanted to talk about one of the things that like keeps us in warhammer and enjoying it and other than obviously like the people and the the dobass community and stuff um something i find really cool about warhammer specifically is being able to kind of express yourself through your lists and through your army um like i don't super love painting um i don't mind it sometimes sometimes i do something and i and i get pretty into it but um i'd rather express myself through like a weird list or like a funky idea or experimenting with something new then like a cool paint job um so part of it was kind of getting over that um is like where where's the venn diagram of like coolest play, and cooler of, of, yeah of playing an army that i feel like i'm expressing myself through through the play style and or the list or just the you know the aesthetic of the army and then also the you know the ability to play it um because you know I, I am competitive i do want to want to win um and i mean i would never fault someone for playing whatever the dirtiest shit is right because if your objective is to win the game then why would you not be running the thing that makes that the easiest yeah um sure. even though right now if you are running six and more discards um you're punk and you should reevaluate your decisions because <laughs> you're actually just lame dude yeah it is actually pretty lame yeah it's just like it's a, and the, the the hilarious thing about the people playing the mortis guard is they get the rules wrong all the time they do dude it's so bad <laughs> oh, it's tricky when one unit can do everything it's tricky to remember the one thing it can't do yeah i, I had someone try to pile and then fight stalkers twice i had somebody try to pass off the two plus I was like, I can choose when I pass off and when I don't. I'm like, it's not optional, dude. That's why I'm currently blizzarding Catacross because <laughs> he's not in Myriad, bitch. Take it. Right. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I think it was last GHB. It was kind of a long time ago. Like, one of the top win rate armies was Legion of the First Prince. And that was sick because not a lot of people played it, but the people that did. Yeah did really well because it's a high skill cap army it's hard to play yeah and like i mean i don't know about slanesh i just click with it i know they have a decent <laughs> win rate but i don't see a lot of people playing slanesh no um they have a paper save but like obr does not seem that that difficult to play right there's now. like specialized players that like i think carry slanesh so well you got like Anthony Lawrence, Joshua and Bennett. Josh Bennett. Yeah, yeah. You got those people who have been like banging that drum for so long, and then especially Anthony Lawrence, who just does plays like what three tournaments a year, and then wins shows yeah. up and he's like, I won again. Yeah, who he's playing a that guy. He's playing a pretty sick list too for this tournament. Just weird, weird shit, you know. 
yeah. he's like he's like one of those players that like expresses himself in weird lists and you know I, I mean it takes skill to like some people just have it and some people don't you know uh, building lists and making something weird in themselves and they just have pet units that you know they they play with and it works for them yeah, i'm not exactly. one of those people I, I try weird lists all the time and i fucking failed you know so um, yeah dude i was determined to make 30 thralls work uh <laughs> i mean it works i mean i if if you look at the Deepkin record overall of people playing Deepkin, I was doing pretty okay with thirty <laughs> thralls, so I will take yeah. that. Yeah. Spe- uh, speaking of people with the weird lists and pet projects, uh, Basil, coalesce. That's like the opposite. Of me, right? <laughs> I was like, just, just this is like right up your alley. You're like the only person outside of Tavi in the UK that plays coalesce. Oh, really? I feel I feel bad you're saying this now because I'm not bringing coalesce to this is, this is all a bit to get you to admit that you're not playing coalesce at I know I'm not playing coalesce I'm a traitor to the cause really <laughs> um yeah I was it's actually funny that you say that Brad because I was just talking I like very loosely talk about uh to my dad about this kind of stuff and he and he it's so hard for him to like kind of wrap his brain around he's like so why don't you just take the best list you like always say that like oh you don't want to play that for this and that reason and i'm like because you do it for three hours right like you sit there and one game lasts for three hours and over the course of the weekend you're doing it five times and it's like if you don't like the list you're playing if it's not like you know something that's clicking your buttons like it just becomes very tedious i think the game and with yeah. that said, I'm playing my favorite list, Croak and a Cronspine, which is just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Lord. Dude, it's just miserable. It's miserable for both people. Uh, no one's another, having fun at those tables. Do you have another thing in your list that starts with K? Another thing in that list starts with K. Um, no, I don't think so. Ah, is it rhyme with Schmoxigore? <laughs> no, I could. <laughs> if you took Coxigore, you could have named your list KKK. I guess you know, in my head, I was thinking, I was like, is Schmoxagor a slur? <laughs> and I just come out with it when the actual, <laughs> actual fucking. Uh, no, good job, I think good I job, might team. Not do that, but I'll, 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 it'll be in my consideration pile for sure. Can you summon Croxagor? Uh, yeah, you can. Okay, then do it. Th- then your I'm... dreams alive. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Probably will never summon Croxagor. Uh, in any of my games, but you know it, it is possible. So, so you're taking Starborn because you think it's the best version of it. Um, I'm taking Starborn because I think it has. Yes, I, I, think, <laughs> yes. I, I like just... how you tried to dance around it. <laughs> no, I mean, ultimately, I think it that especially that incarnate list. I think Starborn has just across the board better matchups um into like the field i think debatably coalesce maybe has a better matchup into obr but it's like it's still a losing one so it's kind of like whatever and then i think the incarnate is really the only thing that you can add into starborn um outside of like the package that everyone runs which is like you know the the three battle line slam croak astralith bear and some generic skink wizard um (laughs) After that, like, I think you can add a lot. <laughs> you can add a lot of stuff, which all kind of does the same thing, right? Like, whether it's a you know unit of warriors and some chargers or a 
Arcosotex or Troglodons or, or whatever. It all kind of just does the same thing. It's like stands in front of Krog. And he, all of your damage and all of your board control is still coming through your spell damage. Whereas you can put the Incarnate in the list and like it still stands, you know, it still stands in front of Croak, which is ultimately what you need stuff to do. But it also lets you like, it lets you pin. He can actually do damage. So like you have a, a way to do damage to things that isn't just spell damage. So that that was kind of my theory. And apparently it was a popular theory because there are just so, so many of them at Nova. It's obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, you, you were playing Coalesce, you were trying to make it work, and then you switched over to Starborn for Nova. And is it because you want to win? Is yes. That, is that the crux of it? Is is the list more fun to play? No. Or is it... Um, it? It is more fun in some ways, certainly. there. You know, you, you have a lot of movement. The summoning gives you a lot of play late into the game that is like... it it requires a lot more thinking, right? Than just like, you know, you start out with X units, you move them onto points and then, you know, things happen. Like it gives you a lot more of a dynamic kind of play style, but the army just lives and dies. I'm like, you know, a, a handful of two, two D six rolls. Like, you know, you miscast on a critical turn with croak and like, you don't lose the game, but like, it sucks. You fail to eat an endless spell, which is unlikely, but can happen. Like, Again, it happens to you, you a lot, yeah. Yeah, you don't lose the game, but like it sucks. It immediately puts you on the back foot, um, and that's not. I, I'm a little more in the the bread camp, where like I don't like to gamble. Like that's why I like coalesce. Like it, it kind of sits around and does its thing and grinds away at you, and you don't really have to worry too much about like that impactful of dice rolls. Hmm. But I just think right now with the prevalence of soul white and OBR taking coal and and starborn uh taking coalesce is just kind of you're accepting that you're gonna go for one at best and i kind of wanted um to you know try to win <laughs> yeah you'll let, let the boys out a little bit see what's gonna happen yeah and, and it's it's tough too because like we're we're having this conversation right before nova and nova is potentially eight games mm -hmm. right well you if you choose to, you can play eight games. And if you're playing a list that you don't enjoy for eight games, like, Oof. you're not going to have a fun time at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see, I could see. Starborn is definitely the more competitive choice. Um, I did, as a, as a side note, though, I went to Capital City two weeks ago, and there's a guy who went zero and five with Starborn. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. I, I will say, I think, I think people. There's this assumption that you just kind of like dump it onto the board and it'll win you games. Like, there's a lot of decisions you make, and especially yeah. your spell casting decisions and like where you're putting stuff. And like, there's not a ton of stuff on the board. So when things get into you, like it starts to go bad real fast. So yeah, I can definitely see how people could um, be struggling with it. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's. He when played, it's when it's going well, it's so strong. He played two ogres and two beasts of chaos, and he lost mm -hmm. Croak like top of two each of those games. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> which is was cool. crazy. Yeah, Croak just got pulled to the side and got eaten by like nine Bulgore, <laughs> like right off the bat. <laughs> like turn turn one, one of the games top of one just got. All right, eaten. team man. 
That's brutal. <laughs> It was kind of funny, and then the salon got uh, shot by 40 Angor Raiders. Oh, savage. <laughs> yeah, both died. He was a newer player. He was running Crossagore, so I mean, like, yeah. He, uh, I he wish Crossagore were better. Yeah. Uh, side note, uh, Crocodile Face or Frog Face? Um, I like the look of the Crocodile Face ones way better, but just like regular Crocs are, are definitely the better War Scroll. Yeah, 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 for sure. So... So Starborn for you, for Nova, and Brad, you're still running pretty much the same kind of uh, yeah. Slanesh list. Yeah, Bellacor Bell- or Bellacor? Yeah, with Bellacor. Bellacor 44, Ooh. Bliss Barbs, two units Ooh. of Bliss Barb Seekers, and one unit of Slick Blades. Um, but yeah, the only tra- uh, change I did was um, I had two units of Slick Blades and one unit of Bliss Barb Seekers. But um, I found that 16, minus one. Yeah. 16 shots on threes and fours can definitely just miss. So uh, having two shots of that is, is good. And being yeah. able to split up because if I have, uh, you know, my 20 block on one side of the board and then my two tens on another, you know, I can spread out the minus one and fuck with their bravery and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I know we've, we've had conversations in the past before uh, as to like, you always like send me funky lists at like 3am in the morning and be like yo look at this list bro looks like a lot of fun like the god seekers sick vault list and that sort of thing like why why is that not something that you're playing more often uh (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean i played that for a while i played what 24 horrors last nova yeah um and each game was brutally exhausting yeah yeah, and, I, us and sitting was, at lunch, me, you, Fred, and the other yeah. fat guy, one and two, the three of us, going, yeah, like, the four reset. of us, going, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what are man? we doing? And then I was like, you guys all have Kron Spines, and I just have horrors. <laughs> you did the... Did the meme. Um, yeah, we still lost. Yeah. What about you, man? What do you run for Nova? Uh, I, I'm running Sylvaneth. I'm running a list that I've never played with before classic uh so we'll see we'll see how it goes it's all theory in the brain 2 a.m at work like looking at shit i was running 12 the theory in the brain uh so i'm running so the core of the list is is the same which is basically a tree lord ancient a branch witch and um gotra is the core of the list um and then i have 12 bugs to support it but i don't actually think bugs are all that good uh, wow, so hot, spicy I hot take. Dropped yeah. all the bugs, all twelve gone, gone, and I've gone to six Kurnoth hunters with swords. I think sides are better, but I don't have the points for it. Uh, and then two tree lords. Um, so basically, I, I think the game is like in the weird spot right now where castle death death star armies are the best because all the battle plans are basically three maybe four objectives and even things like nexus collapse like as the game goes on less objectives are present so you can just defend a zone and win yeah uh so the theory of the list is gotrek with a tree lord right behind him so if you try to fight gotrek and kill him the tree lord makes you strike last and gotrek goes and kills whatever is threatening him um and then the same as the other side where i'll have six kronoth hunters basically screening a tree lord ancient and then if you try to melee them, then I three plus strike last you, and then the Kronoths go first and shred whatever it is that's trying to kill them. Um, so that's kind of the crux of the list. It has that sounds fun. <laughs> I 
I mean, it has big weaknesses to shooting, obviously, and it has big uh, weaknesses to magic. But shooting's not as prevalent, except for you. I don't want to fucking play your stupid ass Slanesh list. Or, or your fucking Starborn nonsense. <laughs> no, we would have so much fun, dude. It'll just take my so fucking fun. army off off the board. <laughs> like, uh, like, just quickly. But if I play, like, just combat armies, combat armies can't deal with me at all. Yeah. Uh, because I essentially have strike first uh, on a three up. Um, and it is a three up, so I can fail it, so you can gamble. But most people are, like, going to be, like, 66% chance that I lose a unit that I need, mm, they're probably not going to take that chance. Right, it makes them think. What's that, sorry? I said it makes them think, right? Yeah, it makes them think. And then and then I do some hokey shit, like put my branch switch in the corner and surround it with trees so you can't legitimately charge her because you can't get within three. You can't get within half of her at the end of the charge because of how the tree is placed and a whole bunch of crappy shit. But I, I, I was playing Sylvaneth or I switched over from KO to Sylvaneth because I wanted an army that competed in more phases. I didn't feel like I was playing Age of Sigmar as much as I love the aesthetic of KO and how they play the like teleporting and shooting, teleporting and shooting. But as like the GHBs changed and as like the game changed to like, oh look at these all this wizard stuff. Like I never really played in those phases. Um, with KO, so I wanted to play um, play something that kind of you know competed in more uh, more phases. So Sylvaneth it was, um, so that's kind of what it is. And you know, like you need to set yourself goals to 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 kind of enjoy the game. The game's great, don't get me wrong, but like if you look at it from an objective standpoint, Sage Sigmar is like a good game it's not like the best game out there whoa buddy. <laughs> uh, what's the best so, game borrow it was the best game uh probably some sort of weird video game uh the, <laughs> like the less... middle earth game people love that yo I, yo side note th- did i tell you about <laughs> the controversy at capital city no oh, no so, <laughs> so the 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 middle earth strategy battle game guy got all the way to the finals and then like he gave his list to his opponent it was like hey here's my list and the guy goes yo this is illegal the guy goes what he's like yeah bro we're playing at 600 points and your list is 750. (laughs) the guy goes what this is this is a 600 point tournament i thought this was a 750 point tournament what He wasn't Yo. trying to cheat. They're like the guy came up and like talk, like we're me and him were talking at the end. And he was like, "Yo, why did nobody tell me? I gave them my list, and in big bold letters at the very top it says 750 points." <laughs> He's like, "Yo, this game is easy. It's like his first uh, Middle Earth tournament." He's like, "Yo, why do people think this is hard? I just fucking smash the shit out of every single person I play." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy when you're. <laughs> yeah, it's like someone showing up with 2,500 points. Like, oh my god, Age of Sigmar is so fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah, the game is great. Like, but you know, it's not, it's not the most balanced. It's not, you know, it, they've they've done a very good job lately to put it in a position where it, it's a much more competitive game. Yeah. Uh, but there's like other things. There's like, if I wanted to try to win a tournament, I'd just play OPR, like or Soulblight. That's like kind of the the top yeah. two now, right? 
like the reason the the fact that we're all playing different armies and our goals are different or whatever uh is kind of like what you you get out of the game is what am i trying to say here you know you need you need to say you need to set your own goals and then the army the army you build should set should satisfy those goals Exactly. Like I like wanted you to shove Kronzwein down people's throats, so I built a list to let me do that. Yeah, like last year that was that was my goal. My goal was to be the, the best Kronzwein player. Did I did I achieve my goal? No, Anthony's a piece of shit, um, and he ruins everyone's goals. Um, but there it is. And this year I want to just play weird armies that people don't think are good. So here I am with Sylvaneth. Um, yeah, nothing so, wrong with that. Uh, I, w- I want to hear more about this bug slander, though. Uh, the bug slander? Oh, yeah, dude, my God. I'm, I'm convinced the bugs are the only good thing in the book. Okay, okay. So, so, <laughs> so clo- close your eyes for a second, okay? Imagine, yeah, okay? imagine this, okay? Imagine this, okay? So you have 30 wounds on a four-up save, and every turn you bring back 10 wounds. To that unit okay okay all right that's that's unit one okay Okay. unit two 30 wounds on a five up save but you bring back five a turn all right what unit a is like 460 points while unit b is 220 points which would you take so is this comparing bugs to Immortus Guard? No, 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 not at all. That's not a comparison. Okay. This cor- comparing bugs to horrors. Oh, okay. Um, well, I I don't know. That's that's an interesting point. I, I think the best part about bugs, right, is that they they're super super fast, super fast. Yes. They have a pregame move. Yeah. And they have the rally and the heal, right? So like you kind of get the the double whammy a little bit um yeah the the i i believed in the bugs too before right so i was like huge bug guy i have 18 bugs currently in my house uh, like i bought more uh thinking that they were going to be good so i i ran to caveat i ran exclusively revenant seekers which are the guys that have the rent to damage to and bring back at mm-hmm. 230 points each for three um, I think the game is so killy right now that 30 wounds on a 4-up's not enough. But there's so many things. In so many of my test games, they've just been picked up as a whole unit. Like, anything okay. from, like, Gargants to um, flipping Stormcast to, like, anything just picks them up wholesale. So the, the recursion doesn't even come into effect. They are annoying, but it's, like... Anything- not annoying enough. Yeah, not annoying enough. Immortus okay. just pick them up. And then they hit on fours. That's the yeah, big Yeah, that is the part I don't like. It's like a minus one hit, and you're like, ah, fucking hell, like, I'm not going to kill anything. And their bases are so big that it's actually quite hard to maneuver them to get all six into, like, smaller units. Or heroes, okay. you can get, like, three at most. They are two-inch reach, but the 60-millimeter base is just too large to fight in two ranks. So they get in each other's way, um, and I don't like wings. Okay. Like playing playing with them is is a pain in the ass. 
like racist against wings. I get it. Like they they're like fucking two inches more on either side for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) And then the the other thing as well is the bases that come with them are the clear plastic ones, which are actually 60 millimeter. But if you buy 60 millimeter bases from GW, they're actually not 60 millimeter bases. Yeah, that's yeah. They're 65 millimeter bases. That's just a weird GW in inconsistency, which I don't ever understand. Yeah. Um, so okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know so if I believe you really, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I hear where you're coming from. I didn't mean that to sound as, as sharp as I meant. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you believe you because uh, yeah. you sound like an know. idiot. Yeah. I just so I have the problem of like I've played Seraphon for so long, and Seraphon just feasts on Sylvanath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just has always has. Sylvanath is like, give me a cast, and Seraphon is like, how about no, ever? Yeah. Um. So I, I but the the thing that it, that has always kind of scared me a little bit in Sylvanath were always the bugs, like those things. They're just so fast. Oh yeah. But, well, the thing with Seraphon is, actually, can, yeah. can you do thirty wounds in a turn? Um, the last time I played bugs, played against bugs, actually, the cron spine picked up like seven of them. Okay, there, there's my point. There's my point. No, well, no, it picked up. Uh, it picked up four, and then the other two ran to battle shock. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, like bread. You've played with horrors, right? There's like, yep. there's so many instances where they just all, all nine get picked up. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Even like, think about it. Nine, nine times three is twenty-seven. Okay, so it's three, three wins short. But like you know what I mean? They have they four get, wounds they, each. Yeah. Oh, they're four wounds each. Yeah, so that's so 36. thirty-six. Yeah. So it's six more wounds than the bugs. I mean, yeah, it's one five up, six up. Yeah, you have five up, six up ex- instead of four up, and then possibly a ward if you don't charge. But like the other thing as well is like the strike and fade. You have to be holy within nine of a tree and because the footprint of the bugs are so big. You have to like you have to sacrifice. You have to either sacrifice attacks or you like sit there. There's like so many instances where I hit something, I utter the utterly delete it, but there's something else behind that's like semi threatening. So I have to strike and fade and I'm gone from that objective and I don't get the objective at all. Like I killed whatever's on the objective, but I can't stay because whatever it is will kill bugs. So like currently right now with six Kurna Hunters, they're a three up save. And they're a smaller footprint, so you can actually fit them inside the woods. So they get cover, so they're a two-up save. So it's like 30 wounds on a two-up save versus 30 wounds on a four-up save. Okay, okay. I mean, we'll see at the end of the weekend whether my fucking theories are right or not, because I n- haven't played a game yet, because I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a weirdo. Um, no, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah, um, so... There's it's just, just it, it seems to be the, the kind of the opposite direction that everyone else is. A lot of the other Sylvanathalists that I've seen at least seem to be kind of heavy on what? the bugs. Yeah. Or there's been like, you know, Gotrick tree lord lists and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm strong. I'm a hybrid. I just didn't have enough tree lords. I would I would maybe go two more tree lords. Gotcha. To go five tree lord, like four tree lords and then the tree lord ancient with Gotrek, because that seems pretty cool too. Um, but I didn't have those models, so I'm running three Tree Lords and six Karnoth Hunters instead. Gotcha. Uh, which is a little bit more balanced. Um, but 
it's also better against crown spines, right? I can actually shield the tree lord with mm-hmm. the Turnoff hunters, so that you don't just fucking waka waka through my army and level up. Waka waka waka. Exactly. So, so I mean, the the game's in a weird spot. Like I'm, I really like the GHB. I don't like where the top I mean are. I I don't think we have to sugarcoat it really like the game is not in a great spot right now and but I I don't think it's far off from being in a great spot I, no. I have very high hopes for the September battle scroll I think yeah. if that is a light touch we'll be in for a rough you know fall and and winter because there is just some like super in my opinion at least super super obvious problems with like what is doing well competitively yeah. To the, and, yeah. and it feels worse than usual just because it's like everyone is playing them. There's so much, so much OBR, Soulblight, and Seraphon around that it feels just like a much more amplified problem than it has been in the past. So I'm hoping those lists get 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 destroyed, honestly. I would, <laughs> I would just, yeah. I would fucking brutalize um, them. But, like even for myself, like I love Gotrek and Gotrek's, you know, my boy. I I would rather not play him. I would play Durthu and just like bounce around the board and you know, aha! I got three wounds through six damage each, eighteen damage. Like that's super cool to me. Um, the reason why I have Gotrek in my list right now is to deal with those top meta lists. So it's kind of forcing my hand a little bit. Um, and and Gotrek's fun, but he's just so slow and he just kind of just sits and stands places um and so he's not as fun a model to me as like a pure sylvaneth list would be um but like you said because those things are so popular and you know i want to do well competitively i have to take him um and all this is a moot point if you're not playing competitively or you don't care about your record or you know what have you but i think each of us wants to win given the opportunity to um so yeah, dude. So we at least got to try and beat Tom so we don't have to go to Olive Garden for dinner. <laughs> no, is that actually a thing? Yeah, dude, I told him. I said I told him if he won the tournament, I would go to Olive Garden well. Yo, I bet. You you heard it here at Patap. If uh, if you see photos of us at Olive Garden, you know Tom gone won Nova. Uh, I've actually never been to Olive Garden, so I actually don't know how bad it is. Uh, it's, dude, it, it is. Um, don't let Nate and Anthony listen to this podcast. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what you'd expect from a place called Olive Garden, honestly. Like, and that has unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> it's like that. That is the kind of place it is. It's like, have you ever been to Applebee's? Olive Garden yeah. is the the same tier of restaurant. Applebee's um, isn't bad. I think the last time I, I exactly. went to Applebee's, it's not bad. But it's like, is fun. it better like, or worse than Eastside Mario's? Red Red Lobster, like it is a chain. A restaurant that does a very specific type of food in a very mediocre way, but it gives you such a sheer amount of it that like you kind of don't care sometimes. Okay, we, we've been highly critical of Olive Garden, okay? But like, if you needed to go to like an Italian restaurant, where would you go? N- not Olive Garden, if I'm being yeah. honest. I would <laughs> not go to... If, if, if I had options in front of me, I would have to be in a, in a state of mind to go to Olive Garden but if Brad was like, yo, meet me at Olive Garden, I'm craving the fucking Zuppa Toscana soup or whatever, I'd be like, <laughs> fucking bet. I'll see you there. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but what chain of restaurant is actually good? Like, uh, to be honest, like I wouldn't go out of my way to go to any of those places. White Castle. Yo. <laughs> I don't actually, know though, about that, man. No. White I've actually Castle also slaps, never been to White Castle. Dude, it's so good, and it clears you out. It's great. <laughs> if you want to reset your entire digestive system. White Castle. Oh, you're White showing us your dick? Whoa. Whoa. Yo, Patreon subscribers. That's one way to break. Pizza. Um... There's what was the other burger chain that's really popular in the U.S. I mean, there's In-N-Out. Not In-N-Out. The other one. Uh, five Guys. No, not Five Guys. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. I went to uh, Shake Shack. Shake Shack is legit, dude. Overrated. Yeah, Shake Shack was pretty. Legit. What? Uh, overrated. Wow. Explain. Explain yourself. It's uh, all right. I'm gonna sound really American. It's, the burger just wasn't that big. This wasn't. Wow. For the price, what? For the, for the price, you just tell like me the burger bucks. wasn't that big. The burger yeah. is not so a a a. The burger is not twelve dollars. Let's be honest. It, it was bread, it's, bread it's so is much. right now. Uh, and with that, we'll go to our first break. We get a break. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna give myself some Shake Shack. <laughs> Thank you for that very very enlightening song nicole you had three choices and i'm glad you chose that one 
all great recommendations. I hope you didn't pick breads because this would not be a family friendly show. <laughs> it is. It wouldn't be otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're back, um, yeah, we're kind of talking about what where our heads at with Age of Sigmar. You know what we're trying to get out of it, and uh, you know all of us are tournament goers. We're going to Nova uh, this weekend. So I kind of want to get your thoughts, Brad. You're kind of saying stuff from the bathroom, uh, <laughs> making a peanut butter jelly sandwich about yeah, um, about I'll Nova and how God. fucking sweaty is gonna be. Yeah, dude. Like briefly looking through the lists, um, everyone's bringing their their nastiest shit, uh, from what I can tell, for the most part. Um, and then the aggressive amount of OBR and Seraphon and Soulblight is is concerning. Um, what's annoying about it is that like it's just so unfun to play against. Yo, why are sorry, we so sorry, da- why are we so fucking down on fucking Age of Sigmar, dude? We're gonna still have a good time, man. Oh no, it's gonna be a great time. Uh, you know, I'm. I mean, I played three OBR in my last tournament. I had a great time. I had awesome opponents. Um. Huh. I forgot, it, what I, was, I forgot what I was thinking about. Yeah, that was a deep, deep pause, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, you were remembering playing three OER games, <laughs> and you're like, fuck, maybe I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I got PTSD uh, yeah. flashbacks. Oh, well, basically, anyway, I'm, just, I'm just scrolling up on my, uh, on my uh, things. Yeah, it's just... Um, I remember where I was going. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the thing about Age of Sigmar right now is just that the, the top armies, for the most part, like OBR, Soulblade, whatever, are just really unfun to play against. Like, you have to play their game. So I'm going to interrupt you for a second, but I, I think I think this is interesting, because I think people say that a lot. It gets thrown around a lot, that OBR is unfun to play against, but... I don't think anyone has really truly like articulated exactly why that is for people who are not who are not playing against competitive OBR lists a lot. So like w- why is it unfun? Um it it's unfun to uh, do a combination of like all your army's mechanics and the game mechanics and everything and then watch an army where their objective is to just Negate, survive yeah. negate the ability of you to do anything it doesn't matter like if it's no myriad right it's like all right i don't care about your magic also i have a really high save also i'm you know recursive to everything and then if it's petrifex you know most of the armies in the game are combat armies so they charge into you it's like okay it's more difficult to do wounds to me also by the way my save is really good and also i you know, bring back all of my shit. Yeah. Um, or you yeah. can even put minus three charge and you're like, oh, you want to fight me? <laughs> so it it feels you. like it's that, because like save stacking has always kind of been a little bit like, pe- people don't like to not do damage, right? Like that is kind of a thing. Right, exactly, I think yeah. anytime save stacking gets really rough, no damage. You, you see that pop no up. Damage. So like when Archeon, you know, before the Right, way in the early early parts of, of three, you know, Archeon safe stacking and the 
the Knights of the Empty Throne safe stacking list. Yeah. Like those were rough. And then, you know, you kind of have that same thing now with OBR, but it's compounded with the fact that it also has a magic save. It also has recursion. It also has a five up ward. They also can retreat and charge. You also can give them minus three to, to yeah, red. their charge. They can yeah. also be minus one to hit and wound from range. Like it just, it, it it's feels, everything, dude. They just it have feels yeah, like everything. Rules overload a little bit. It's like yeah. you're already fighting something that's like essentially with Mystic Shield, all out defense, and Catacross's save, something that's a zero up save. And you're like pushing damage uphill, and you're like, yeah, I fucking snuck in, I don't know, like 10 damage, and you kill two more discard. You're like, okay, all right, all right next go around, I'll do another 10 damage, and in three turns, I can kill that unit. But it's like, all that is moot. You have to do 30 damage to them. Or you might as well not do any right. damage. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, kill the heroes. They're the ones who recur. Well, they have a two-up bodyguard. It's like two-up bodyguard is insane. On a six-wound unit, you have to do it. You have to do 36 damage to that hero to just be able to have a chance to kill that hero. And then it still goes back to like, okay, and then it's like, it also is immune to magic, and with yeah. the new lookout serve rules, it's also immune to shooting. It's so shooting, like, yeah. It, it funnels your options very quickly down into like, oh, so I actually do just have to remove this unit from the table. Like, there's yeah. not a ton of ways out of it. I think if, if tournaments start putting in more of the six objective missions, I think there's two in this, in this VHV, right? I think yeah, if, but... if, if more of those are in there, it helps i don't think it solves the problem though yeah the other but the other thing about the six objective missions is like they're not fully six objective missions for the whole duration of the game right next collapse you remove two ice fields is yes um and then the other one which is the no resources or whatever it is where you you can only cap for two two turns is like power flux yeah no, not flux. The 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 no resources, limited resources. Oh, right. Right, right. Sorry, you can yeah. only cap it for two turns in a row, so it like it also dwindles down, yep. so they can funnel you to where you want to fight. So it's like compounded both at the same time. Um, with soul blight, it's like just so many wounds. Like at least with soul blight, when I fight them, I'm like, yeah, I'm like removing your models, and you're bringing them back, and you have to roll a four up or a three up depending. So there there's a little bit more. There's more play. play. Yeah, yeah, you can more game. Happening. You can definitely outplay your opponent too, depending on where they set up their grave sites. There's there's a little bit more things, but like the top end of Soul Blight, when someone just like Tom Guan just grabs 140 zombies, is like some armies just don't have the output. Yeah, it it, it is it is kind of why I said earlier I have high hopes for the September Battle Scroll because I do think those three books and i do include seraphon in that too because it's like seraphon really only has bad matchups in obr and soul blight which is like and then pretty much kind of just has has a, a decent or good matchup in everything else so yeah i think when those with... when those lists come down I, yeah. I you know fingers crossed but i think the game will be in a really good spot which is why i'm excited actually for the fact that a lot of the the big events that we have planned I think are more towards the end of the United Boys Everwinter, that team event we're going to. Hopefully you know, LVO next. Like I think by then we'll have this GHB for a while. The metal will have settled a little bit. Yeah. I think we got a whole other year. Down. No no new books or whole cities, I guess. But 
I don't know. I don't, I don't think cities will be as horrendous as people. Are I saying. think, yeah, I think based on leaks and, and seeing some, some games played with the new book, it's going to be a, a good army that requires, uh, skill. requires some skill to play. Yeah. And there's lots of expression in it. Um, there's a bunch of elf builds, but the human palooza, Human Palooza, uh, yeah, and and Yo, Human, human, human Palooza, yeah, yeah, they're they're I gonna think... they're gonna start smashing OBR, I think, as well. Um, and then I, yeah, I think the only the only sad part of the book are, are dwarf. Dwarf. Yeah. You see those? Do you see these right here where my fingers are? Uh, no. Uh, this Riverside app is in portrait for some reason. <laughs> it's all converted dwarf and stuff. You each can those... you can extend the frame. Oh, I can so. extend it. Oh, look at that. Oh, each, I see it each of these little guys is three kits. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. It is sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is sad. Um, but yeah, like I mean, the, again, we're talking about the top end competitive stuff. Um, what what is not great is like first round, second round, you might run into like if, if you're a more casual player, you're. You're aiming for your three twos, your two threes. You might still encounter these people like in the first two rounds, and it might just not be a great experience. Um, but like, just keep at it, and then round three, four, five, and if you're a Nova six, seven, eight, like could be could be more your speed, right? Um, Definitely. The other thing is like Seraphon actually hasn't won any large tournaments recently, from my memory. So they won. Joel Graham won with Incarnate. Uh... Croak, Incarnate and Croak, actually, somewhat recently. Um, and then I think there was, um, well, I mean, James won one when the right yeah. after the book originally came out. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple pretty good performances, but I think it's, you know, the prevalence of OBR, so, and Soulblight less so across the pond for whatever reason. Just is like in the United States, people are like, oh, I can put. 500 models on the table why not um the prevalence of those two armies and corn i think does help uh Snap them down a little bit yeah it, it helps them from being like just absolutely running rough shot over, over the whole over the yeah. whole meta but it is it's definitely an army build that is just if you if you rely on heroes and don't have bodyguard saves like seraphon is, is kind of just a, a rough a really rough matchup because there's just you take so much unavoidable mortal wound damage to stuff yes. between comets call and the endless spells and the temple like it's just it's a lot of, of stuff that you can only do so much about right like you can only be so far away and can only be trying to unbind so many spells that are getting cast on plus four and but I do think the like you said Carl the the fat middle. Like there's a lot of armies that feel like when they're playing each other, the game is really good. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, which is good to good to see too. Meta Watch. I'm doing bunny close here for the podcast listeners. Meta Watch, like Stormcast, is the bottom, and Stormcast perform actually pretty well. <laughs> like there's no army right now at the very very bottom where it's like unplayable. It's just the top is is so oppressive, but everything from the fat middle, even the lower half of the armies are, are all playable so whatever army you think is cool fits your play style you can play it and you can expect to go three two and if you pl keep playing it and, and you know are, are more practiced with it four one is 
is not out of the cards. 5-0 is where the difficulty kind of lies because you're going to run into one of those OPR, Soul Blight, Seraphon armies. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like Seraphon currently as it stands is, I don't think, as bad as it was before. I had that, uh, no. I had that I, famous I meltdown with the Ridge where I, threw dice <laughs> at, where I fucking threw dice at him because it was fucking just set me off. <laughs> that, so that, yeah when that book first came out that 2.0 book that was i, I don't know what was going on when they, yeah, when they, that, they were like oh everyone's in a pandemic no one will care it, it was it was my first army too like my first start collecting was seraphon like to get into wargaming in total so it it holds a special place in my heart but having played it so many times i can't legitimately play the army and like have fun because I just have PTSD, the nom flashbacks, coral copping, 60 skinks with blowpipes, <laughs> like Sally's at 80 points, like all that, like just like goes into my brain as soon as I put anything down and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, so just like, I can't, I can't, I can't fuck with Seraphon right now. But I mean, Nova is what, 200? We're expecting 256, I think, is the maximum ticket size. Yeah. I think the final player count is like 216 or something like that, 211. Yeah, so so with with drops, let's say around 200 is probably where, where we're going to sit, mm-hmm. I expect. Yeah. And what were you saying, Basil? It was like 15 Seraphon or something? Yep, 15 Seraphon and then I think 15 Soul Blade and 17 OBR. I think That's, it's actually 17 and 17 for OBR yeah. and Soul Blade. Yeah, it might be. And then 15 Fawn. There's 10 Corn, I think, and 10 Visa Chaos, at least. So, I mean, that's um, like 8.5% is like OBR, 8.5% is Soul Blade, 5% is Corn. Like, we're going to play, play those fucking armies. And we better. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, the quality of player. It's not going to be 16, you know, Anthony Trentinelli's or 16 Tom Guans that you're, you're, you're going into. Oh, God, could you imagine? No. Yo, I, how, it, how loud and jangly all those food cases would be. <laughs> uh, how many zombies there? I'm, I'm interested to see how many zombies ultimately is there. I mean, Soul Blight has so many units that you can have so many different builds and stuff, so... Um, hopefully not everyone's playing the the no fun zombie list because I know like Tom Ling is playing twenty black knights counter charging doing mortals to you as as kind of like a pet project so hopefully they're not all uh, thing like if you look at the bottom shelf case right here all OBR <laughs> all OBR that's a that's catapult right there that's catapult yeah that's, that's ninety more tech guard and there's Tragic. a Gothar harvester and there's another Gothar harvester. And Kratikos is right there. So, I'm one of those motherfuckers too. I just don't like playing him. So, because I don't find it fun. Um, but some people do. Some people do find him fun. Yeah. I'm going to have to get off Seraphon eventually, but. Are you? You say that all the time. There's well, a. There's but a... It's like, right as I stop playing them and they're like, new book, new models, you're coming back. And I'm like, you know, you're right. I am. <laughs> I mean, there's a moment in time where we played Karzai Never Die. Yo, what a good list. I mean, <laughs> what a good list. I'm waiting for them to make him like 400 points or something stupid. I mean, he's not bad. Like, with all these combat armies are running around. Yeah, um, he would love to kill himself on some zombie hordes. Just kill like 60 of them. 
with his tail attacks and he just dies. She explodes. Um, so like with that kind of discussion of what the top meta picks are, what is your prediction in terms of either player or army to win Nova? Ooh, Ooh spicy. So uh Guan of the Dead is definitely gonna be up there. Yeah. Um Damn, I feel like there has to be at least one OBR that makes top eight. I mean, Gavin. Oh, Gavin's playing. Gavin's oh, playing yeah. OBR. So I would say, don't. I don't. I you know, you can't pick Tom or, or Gavin because that's like those are some, those are some layups there. Um, <laughs> I mean, because obviously Tom on Tom on Soulblight is just, you know, horrendous for everyone involved, and uh, Gavin on OBR is is also going to be a pretty menace, but. Um, other than OBR, Soulblight, Seraphon, what other armies ooh. do you see in the top eight? Um, I mean, I would love to see... I mean, I'm heavily biased. I'd love to see Anthony Lawrence up there, though. Or Yeah, or that's cool. His, his <laughs> I thought you were going to say or myself. I thought oh, you were going to no, just... see Brad up myself, there. But I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think I'm there That's yet. my prediction. What was your prediction? My prediction is bread. Oh. All the way, buddy. All right. So okay, so we're we're talking about Slanesh is gonna be up no, there. It's gonna be topic. it's gonna be Caleb. Somehow. Caleb's gonna be up there, yeah. Caleb's yeah. always Caleb is, is it's gonna be it's gonna be a repeat of last year. It's gonna Caleb be a scooter. scooter against Caleb in the final round. That would be hilarious. I think beasts are a uh, underrated army. I think they're gonna oh, get Noah. there. Oh yeah, Noah's back to beasts, so yeah. he's gonna be in, in prime. Uh, winning a tournament condition. Some horn sure. fucking shenanigan man is going to sneak in too, I think. Is Fabian coming? No. I don't think oh, he okay. is. We also got some overseas guys He's like Math, Math Mallow, Owen Jackson. Oh, so shit. Okay. There's, there's some Dark Horse people too. I don't know. I think Owen's playing Beasts for this tournament. And there's Horse people? And uh, Max Mallow, I don't know what he's playing. He's probably playing Sylvaneth, so uh, he's he's. I wouldn't he's I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Chris on Giants is in there. It really it depends on. That'll just depend a lot on his matchups. Like he definitely Chris. plays that army as well as as he can. It's just you know how many incarnates are you gonna fight? Chris Werder? No, um, Shelling from Texas. Ah yes he's, yes yes Chris Shelling yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he plays Gargans as best as anyone can can play Gargans. Yeah, I think that. I mean, Jacob Brandon on Grinning Blades. That's. I mean, I so I would say if there's if there's a very odd option in the top eight, I would say it'll be it'll be that it'll be Crow Brandon. Boys. Yeah, it'll be yeah. Crow yeah. Boys in the top eight because. Again, I think they like have, a decentish enough matchup into. Uh. Seraphon, at least, that you can probably just draw your way into a, you know, that, if you don't if you don't make a ton of mistakes, which you won't. Isn't that a crazy statement, though? That you're you're picking crew boys for outside chance to make top eight. Like last year, you wouldn't um, have maybe. said that at all. Like you That's wouldn't true. have said that at all. So, like, I think I think we've been banging on the point that any army can can fit into that top eight. 
like played by a good player. Oh, uh, sure, definitely. I think, I think, definitely. I think it's a little bit more open nowadays than it is. Like you, you have that fucking whatever, no fun top end, but everybody else is kind of just, you know, just competing and, and, and trying to get in there. I think um, it's going to be at least one third death. Like Soul Blight OBR is going to be at least three of the eight spots. You'll get something weird like Cruel Boys. You'll get probably one, maybe two Seraphon. So how many is that? Six. Yeah. And then you'll get an Orc player. No, you'll get a Beast player. And oh, that's that's actually kind of tough. Corn. I don't know if I would pick Corn. I might pick Zinch just because Caleb's on Zinch. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. And, uh, you know, because there's, there's a lot of good, definitely good players. I will, I will be interested to see how the Imitation will go, too. There's a lot of good players on a lot of good armies at Nova. It's it's definitely... The other weird thing is hard, man. 200 players, so it's like a, a person can have a weird bunny run to to the top eight, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean, matchups, also, matchups are huge random in bracket so it's like if you do very very well it's not necessarily meaning that you're going to play someone who also did very very well you might play someone who just skirted by and just is just, it random you know, in bracket it is random in bracket yeah so Ooh, the one in those spice one in those. and all it's all random for the first five rounds and then the invitational is seated or sorry the top base seated so pods. how many how many undefeateds will end the event? Will there be any undefeateds outside the top eight? Uh, let me look. And I think so. I have a tournament calculator. I'm such a fucking tryhard, dude. <laughs> uh, how many do five rounds? Yeah. Uh, there will be seven pop. five and O's. So no. Yeah. That's good, at least. So you Because, like, differential. I'm bad at differential. At 200 players... At 200 players, there's going to be seven undefeated. 30 people at four and one. Wow. Uh, with I think I think this was by design because 256 players is eight. Okay. Once once it hits 257 players, that's when you have nine undefeated players. So I think it was by design that they made 256 as the cutoff as maximum tickets, so that everybody who's five and zero will make it. I really, I really like the pod thing that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, explain it to the people who don't know. Um, so, like this past year, the way Nova worked was you played five rounds, and then the top eight, just like LVO, the top eight had... <laughs> Brad's spinning around in his chair. <laughs> the top eight would, going, then, doing great. would like then ADHD do their own single work. elimination, kind of like tournament to, to figure out the, the winners, the, the winner basically. So this year they are basically after five games saying there's an hour break and they're saying like, if you want to drop, if you want to go sightseeing on Sunday, or I don't know if the RCT is on Sunday or like do something else, drop from the tournament. The five game event is over, have fun for everyone who wants to stay. They're basically going to break people up in it. I don't know. It's eight player pods. It might eight, be eight player player, pods. Yeah. Eight player pods. So they're yeah. still the top eight and they're going to do their thing. But then everyone else gets put into their own eight player pods with like the players that surround them. Yeah. And you play your own little kind of like same thing. Like 
you know, yeah, single min- mini tournament single of three games yeah. to see if you can kind of win your pod, um, yeah. which is cool. And I think there's awards for winning your pod. It's yep. I I heard it was like pretty good prizes. Cool. I mean, because because that's like right. It's like even if you're in the you know the fucking one and four pot or, or whatever, like. There's yeah, you play your one and four, yeah. Keep playing games, and, and you know, and if you love it and you're having fun, like good, like you know, play games, have fun, yeah. win some stuff. I'm a big proponent of get it a like, medal, of, lots of prizes, black or whatever. I'm gonna yeah. sandbag main bracket so I can body the pod. <laughs> it's gonna be like I, it's like one to eight is like playing there, you know, to win it bracket, and then like nine to 16, 17 to twenty four. 25 to whatever 33 or 32 like it's gonna be cool to like actually like like for there's some people let's be honest who will never experience top eight in their whole warhammer career for whatever yeah. reason yeah, dude, you're talking to at least one me me too i've never made Fucking a top dude, eight. I'm, I'm never never kissing the the backside of top eight i've made it ninth it's the closest i've made it Ooh, what were your ninth in? I don't remember. I was ninth somewhere. I was very mad because somebody else was eighth and they weren't trying. It's not the worst. <laughs> like Shout Nate. out to Nate trying to Yeah, Nate Trentinelli <laughs> being 15 minutes late to the top eight of LVO with cross booze. Ah, so annoying. So beautiful. So You know... Uh, but like, yeah, it, it make it, you ex- get to experience that feeling of like a single elimination tournament, and and how these players actually have this much um, pressure to like win their games and stuff. Like, I I think that the ta- the the pods of eight are going to be the sweatiest portion of the tournament, honestly. Really? Yeah, could be. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, all the zero and five. You're zero and five. You're like, I can fucking win something, bro. I I'll never win anything. This is the only tournament that will allow me to win something. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my finally my um, eight Arachnorock list will will win something. Oh, you'll love that list. Yo, I, I don't that, think whoever's it's playing bad. that list is winning already. I don't think it's bad. I, I will try to win. I will try to play it next year. <sighs> Okay, we're boring are, we, you. are we boring you, buddy? Yeah. yeah. No, I just don't know how to breathe. <laughs> In through your nose. My brain Out it doesn't work. No, I'm out through uh, So with that we'll we'll take our second break and we'll end the episode uh, after the last segment. Uh we get you two can, breaks? You can choose your your second choice out of the three choices that we gave you. Hopefully it's not come zone. Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> oh, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm very disappointed, Nicole. You chose Come Zone <laughs> for our last break song. Um, now we have to live with that in our ears and in our hearts. <laughs> Carl is dying. <laughs> I just had a chicken wing. <clears throat> I did not fully chew or swallow. Um, so here we are. Oh, uh, that thing. Uh, party at the All Points episode number 132. Uh, we're in our last segment. Uh, we're going to be talking about I don't even know what does the script say, Basil. Party the at the Borrow Points. Um, and we can talk about the team tournament if you want, or we can, or we can continue talking about the the intricacies and differences of Shake Shack and In and Out. Really, the the world is our oyster. Okay, well, okay, so I, I do want to touch on this because I've only had Shake Shack. I haven't had In and Out or White Castle. I famously snuck out of a school trip in florida trying to go to white castle and i got like you say famously as if we've heard of it before like ah oh, the great and, moral and... escape <laughs> the story of, of florida the canadian child escapes florida field trip uh famously um yeah i did not get to white castle nor did my friend is there uh, even a White Castle in Florida? Yes, there is. For sure. I'm, I hope there isn't one. And you were just... I'm going to Google it right oh, there now. Is, there is one. There's one in Orlando. Yeah. Okay. We were at Disney World and we were trying to sneak out and get a White Castle. Okay. But, but okay. If you were to rank the three, where would you go first? Oh. I mean, they are in wildly wait, different... Wait, wait, No price point. No price point. No price point. Just, 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 just by... pure taste. Yeah, I mean, just... pure taste. It's like Shake Shack, In and Out, White Castle, and I don't really think there's like there's very little argument to be made about that, in my opinion. Red counterpoint. Dude, I'm looking. Shack Burger is eight twenty nine. Dude, that is not worth dude, it. Dude, I said it's like no... the same size as like a Bro. McDouble. Bro, I said it no is... price point. It is not the same size as a McDouble. You know, you know that's not true. You're just lying. Absolutely no. Okay, okay, okay. Let let let's let's do it. Okay, we're going by pure taste right now. Okay, pure Pure taste. taste, I mean, and uh, just the feeling of it on your tongue and in your throat and in your Uh, belly. Keep going. I'm almost there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just just pure taste wise. Out of the three, probably In and Out. But White Castle, White Castle hits you in the soul. Basil rebuttal on the in and out as first pick. You said there's no oh, argument. I, I mean, yeah, 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 it's fine. I I don't. That sounds like a concession, dude. Well, I can't tell him his opinion is wrong. He has taste buds. Of course he can. Isn't that of what you do can. in the coach server every day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but their opinions are wrong. No, um, <laughs> I. If money was no object, to be honest, I wouldn't buy any of them, if we're being honest. But yeah, I, I, you know, in my opinion, like there is a reason. Like Shake Shack is, yeah, it's it's more expensive. It's a, it's a better quality experience, in my opinion. But like, I think removing price from the equation is doing a disservice to In and Out because these aren't. It's not like fine dining locations. Like In and Out is selling you a cheeseburger for like three dollars. So the the cost is part of the. 
it's part of why you go to in and out yeah but i was, I was gonna do out. i was gonna do purely by taste and i was gonna do budget conscious and i was gonna do overall white castle is the bottom on all of them across <laughs> the board what do you mean do, oh why because for white castle you end up buying a crave crate for 16 bucks <laughs> yeah. how's a crave crate you get 15 white castle burgers it's like oh a, no th- no that's a crave case a the crave, crave case, case is, is like 50 no a crave crate is 100 so the the first time i went to white castle in person this is no longer a warhammer podcast the first time i went to white castle in person it was in the bronx and it was at like probably one in the morning and i was out of just on another planet on everything and i and i went up to the dude in the bronx white castle you know it's like the the where you order from it's like like us like a bank you know it's like slatted slotted so like you can't like so like the dude is talking to me through like these these like slots and i'm and i'm like should i buy all of the cheeseburgers and he just looks at me directly in the eyes and goes absolutely so i bought <laughs> i bought a hundred of them oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and i ate so many fell asleep using it as a pillow woke up the, woke up the next morning got on a train carrying on my briefcase <laughs> of like 12 hour old white castle burgers at this point just like I was like getting up to go to work in the morning, it was just. Did you end up finishing the hundred burgers? No, no, I threw them in the garbage. No, how many did you throw? How did how many oh, get, dude, get through? Seventy. Oh no, you didn't hand it out to your coworkers. No, I wasn't actually going to work. I was like in college. I was just a degenerate riding the train with a briefcase full of cheeseburgers, <laughs> full of old steamed cheeseburgers. And that's the beauty of White Castle is you can buy a hundred of them for probably it was probably like fifteen dollars or something stupid. <laughs> no, it's like yeah, it's like ninety. <laughs> so, so, so if you're budget conscious, you should go to White Castle. If you're budget conscious in taste, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, th- I think I think I think White Castle holds a special place in my heart because of Harold Kumar. Go to White Castle. I think I think bad. that's why. I mean, dude, I would crush White Castle. You're just a, I don't know. I can't, I can't have this conversation anymore. <laughs> See, I mean, like, I don't have any of that shit here. I have five guys. So, like, where would you slot five guys in that in that sliding scale of ranking systems? Because I've, I've had five guys and I enjoy it. It's, I mean, I can't have it every day because it's super fucking greasy and I shit myself. But, you know, the audience is learning so much about us right now. <laughs> Yo, this, um, this, is, this is not part of the podcast. When I said we're gonna cut this, this is one hundred percent part of the podcast. Leave this in. When I said that we were cutting to the second break, that was actually just the end of the podcast and just playing the credits right now. <laughs> how yeah. wait? How long is this supposed to be? I have no idea. I was not given any guidelines. I I will read you no. a blow. I'm gonna read you a blow by blow of um my messages with Dayton. Go ahead. Rank in and out in your in your. Three I, I mean, I would oh, put five no, guys above all of them. Yeah. Five guys really? is, is, in my opinion, e- at least equal to Shake Shack. I, I have them both. I have them on different. You know, like if I want I five guys, I like 
because you can get whatever you want on them. You can get green peppers on Five Guy Burger. So like occasionally I'm like I want green peppers on my cheeseburger. So I'll, I'll get Five Guys. Um, but yeah, and, and again, it's like Five Guys is it's like nine dollars for a cheeseburger. So you're paying like a lot more. Wait, you get you, so you get, much out of you it. Get nine? What? Sorry, hit me with that price point again. I think a like a bacon cheeseburger. Like the with the double patty is like eight fifty nine. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so it makes same sense. price as a Shake Shack little My... tiny uh fucking wafer <laughs> burger. Yo, you are like down with the bourgeoisie. Dude, just a hater, man. Yeah. Just a hater. I'm a hater, dude. I'm a hater. It's because um, you're from Jersey, right? And Shake Shack is like a New York City thing. No, there's shit. There's a Shake Shack next to my house in Jersey. I just realized that Dane tried to deal. send me something on August 10th. He said, August 10th, 2023. Hey, <laughs> are, we, are, we still, hey, are we still doing a podcast here? I have no idea. Uh, send me your mailing address. <laughs> and I have not gotten whatever he sent me. I'm trying to f- Dayton, I'm trying to figure out how right. long this podcast is supposed to be. Um, I mean, we're... At, at the maximum amount of time it could possibly be right now is an hour and 45 minutes. And I know they have had podcasts that are longer and less long than that. So I think we're, <laughs> I think Basil's done. He's trying to leave. No, 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 I'm not done. I'm, I, I just okay. want to not leave Nicole with 45 minutes of just a disaster. <laughs> just a fucking train wreck at the end of this if, podcast. If if Shake Shack was an army, which army would it be? Yeah, well, they just, oh, she it just would be, edits. The it would first be fire. Sl- it would be fire slayers because the freaking dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> they look bad. They play bad. No. They're not worth it. They no. the people that play them cheat. <laughs> Yo, uh, such a hater, yeah, dude! I hate Shake Shack and yo. I hate Fire Slayer. What's your okay? Then what? What is your number one? If you're you're driving in the breadmobile right now, oh, dude, you're the tummy tummy's rumbling. You gotta you gotta stop for for a burger. Where do you okay. where do you stop? Uh, I mean, Wendy's is a classic. Wendy's is wow. What? What do you mean? You, like a you quick got, you burger while I'm finish. driving? Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah. I mean, out of the big three, right? Out of McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendanks, uh, Wendanks. Wendy's, of course. But you yeah. include the In-N-Outs and the Shake Shacks and the Five Guys and the Hardys and the Carl Juniors. Oh, Carl Juniors. Yeah, Carl all, Juniors. You know, all that shit, too. The A&Ws, the Burger Kings, the Louisiana Popeyes. just making up words now. Yeah, he's just putting together vowels. <laughs> uh, um, so, so yeah, I mean, Waffle. If you're, if I'm gonna like go in and like sit down, like Waffle House is solid. Okay. Yo, I've, I've actually also never been to a Waffle House. Ooh, I mean, I, it's weird, right? Because it's not like I don't think you're missing anything, but like I, I've yet to have a bad time in a Waffle House. <laughs> Is Waffle House the, the infamous place where at 2 a.m. there's fights all the time? Is that Waffle House? That Maybe is, that tracks. That would track. That is the stereotype. Okay. Indeed. All right. Yeah, and then when the W goes out in the sign, it's Awful House. 
So Waffle House is your pick out of all the things that we've listed. Dude, I don't know. There's so many options. There's so many options. Is this There's more or less stressful than the Warhammer? Than a game of Warhammer? <laughs> it might be equal at minimum. It's yeah. almost as equal as Shake Shack and Fire Slayers. <laughs> no. Is Shake Shack, like, countrywide? No. Because I had it when I was in California. There might be, like, one in California, but it is not a countrywide chain. Like, where I am right now in, like, this far east of Connecticut, like, it's more west than me. Like, they just stop being in towns at a certain point in Connecticut. Okay. Okay, so his pick is Waffle House. What's your pick, man? So, I I do enjoy Sonic. I like Duchess. Ooh, Duchess Sonic is... Solid. So, I like Sonic because I love Tots. Love Tots. Big Tot guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like just generally craving Tots. So, like, I will go to Sonic. I don't think so- any of Sonic's food is very good, but they have good Tots. And you can get a Coke Zero with their little barrel ice. And, like, I'm, I'm all set after that. Does the barrel ice elevate no, 100%. the Coke Zero? No. 100%. So I have a coworker that that swears by Sonic's ocean water. She's like obsessed with that shit and she got um, sick of how much she drank. So <laughs> That's my only experience with Sonic. I hope she listens. She, to it. she drank too much water and got sick. No, it was it's called like, ocean um, water. It's like this like is it like soda. Sonic has like their own like flavor concoctions basically. One of them is ocean water. I've never had it. It just has too much sugar in it. Uh, well, she also puts um, cream in her Coca-Cola. Stop it. Stop it. That is not person, true. This person has molasses arteries. <laughs> you said cream in their Coca-Cola? Yeah, cream in the Coca-Cola, yeah. <clears throat> and then she goes, it's like a root beer float. Yeah, that feels so specific. <laughs> you may as well just dox her name because, like, how many people? How many people in the fucking world put cream in Coca-Cola? It's probably one person. Person's a menace to Yo, society. Yeah, someone, someone's going to listen to this and be like, holy shit, I know. I know. Someone puts cream in Coca-Cola. Yeah. And be like, Yo, you just got fucking ripped on this Warhammer podcast. It's the Venn diagram of, of ocean sonic water and Warhammer. <laughs> It's just one person. This yeah. this dude. I mean, I, I will say I, I'll put my input in because I'm a non-American. Uh, I did enjoy Shake Shack. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yo, point for Shake Shack. Generally, no, people love Shake Shack. <laughs> yo, yo, I I did spend 25 American dollars, which is like 70 <laughs> fucking Canadian buckaroos. Okay, I was not very impressed. I Ubered there first of all. And I did not want to Uber back, so I had to go through a San yeah, Francisco. How are you guys, like, the, these are, like, low-tier meals, and you're like, yeah, well, if you Uber there, and if you get it delivered, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, yes, that will increase the cost of a meal that is, yeah, you know, but, could but potentially Basil, be $12 instead Basil, of 57 Basil, there was so much hype to it that I was in San Francisco... <laughs> So I fucking Ubered to the Shake Shack, ate my burger there, and then I didn't want to Uber back because it was too expensive. So I had to walk back to my hotel and I had to go under this San Francisco underpass where there was a whole bunch of homeless people yelling at me to to give them my burger. And I almost probably got robbed. 
Damn, dude. We actually got Sonic delivered at LBO. Do you remember that, Brad? I do remember that. That was that, that was actually so hard. That was yeah, that so was actually good. really good. That was also the tournament that someone offered me meth. So I mean, am I ever going what? to go back to San Francisco? Probably not. Yo, Warhammer taking the strange places, man. Uh, <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Final question before we close it: What is the weirdest Warhammer experience you've ever had oh, at a tournament? <laughs> you don't have to name names. Yo, Carl's yeah, trying to get us canceled. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Brett, Brett, you first, because I feel like Basil, with that comment, has a w- real weird one. Uh, like, at, like during the actual tournament, not like post-tournament shenanigans. No, no, no just during that weekend. Oh, weirdest. Yeah, that I don't know. It's been pretty tame. Yeah, I was, I would, I would say the same thing. Actually, I haven't had like any like bizarre experiences. Seriously? Yeah. Nothing. No one trying to offer you meth during a tournament. Uh, no one trying to offer me meth. You, you I, I will say, he's a very a nice guy. Tournament at a Smash tournament, yes. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a Smash tournament. Yeah. All right, so I guess with that we're we're gonna end episode number. Does anyone remember what episode we're at? One one thirty two. One thirty two. Okay, with that we're ending episode one thirty two. Sorry, Nicole. The sorry, episode, Nicole. <laughs> the episode where Dayton and Nicole were at a tournament and we had to record, and they asked me and asked Tristan, and Tristan's episode is probably a lot more professional, so. I think I'll end this episode by saying, sorry, Nicole, you have to hear about this. Bye. Thanks for listening. Yo, Carl's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) 